episode 36, how to process negative emotions. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, grew a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, health, purpose, love and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self Mastery and Living a Limitless Life podcast. friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here today with me. In so many episodes of this podcast, I talk about the importance of being willing to feel your emotions. And recently, somebody asked me, how do you do that? And it dawned on me, I've never shared that. I keep talking about it and I never have shared on this podcast particularly, how to feel your emotions, how to process emotion. So today I want to talk to you about how to do that. So feeling your emotions or processing emotions is part of being emotionally healthy. And being emotionally healthy is one of the four core pillars of health. It plays a big part in being in the adult share or in emotional adulthood, as I talked about a couple weeks ago. So let's start by defining what feelings are or emotions are. And feelings or emotions are simply vibrations in our body. They are energy. And most often, like 99% of the time, they come from our thoughts, not from other people or circumstances around us like we often believe. Feelings are one word, maybe two words. But what I find is when people are sharing their feelings with me, what they're most often doing is sharing their thoughts. So I'll say to them, how are you feeling? What emotion are you feeling right now? And then they start telling me their thoughts or telling me a story. But what I'm looking for is just one word answers. I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling delighted. Okay. Those are examples of emotions and we confuse emotions because we just want to tell a story. We just want to get that out of us. So one of the most helpful ways that you can get more familiar with your emotions and to start to be able to describe your emotions is to get access to an emotion wheel. And I use this tool all the time. You can just download these from the internet, just Google emotion wheel and lots of them will come up because there's, like I said, a ton of them out there. But this will really start helping you be able to describe how you're feeling. For the majority of us, we are emotionally illiterate, which means we are only are really familiar with a handful of feelings or emotions. Words like happy, sad, angry, frustrated. But this wheel is going to help you grow and become more emotionally literate. 
And what is fun to do is to just pick an emotion on that wheel and to practice feeling it. And the way to practice feeling an emotion is to think the thought that you would have if you were to feel this emotion. So if I want to feel joy, then I would ask myself, what thought would create joy in my body? Or if I want to practice the feeling of abundance, what would I have to think in order to create the vibration of abundance in my body? Now, let me tell you that this is going to take some practice because we're so disconnected from our emotions. So be willing to practice, put in the time to practice it. It's so worth it. So why do feelings matter anyway? As I said, the majority or have said in the past, I guess, not on today's podcast, but have said in the past, the majority of what we feel is caused by what we think. And sometimes when we learn this, we really just want to change what we're thinking as fast as we can. We call this thought swapping. And it's when we realize, my gosh, this feeling is making me feel horrible. What do I want to feel instead? What do I want to think to change this emotion so I can feel better quickly. And it's so fantastic that we have the ability to change our thoughts and feelings as humans because it's powerful to be able to choose them and to leverage them to get what we want. But what is more useful than thought swapping is to pay attention to your thoughts and your feelings and really see the results you're getting from them. Really see what is creating them, that the thoughts are creating them, okay? And what those thoughts and feelings are giving you in your life. Now, everything we want in life, we desire because of the feeling that we think we will have when we get it. From the new house to cars, to husbands or partners, to new jobs, to businesses, all of it. And if you take a second to think about something you really want, and then go deeper and ask yourself, how will I feel when I have this? What you're gonna find is that in every case, it's the feeling that you desire. And what's important about that is that we don't really have to have the thing we think we want or that we do want to feel that way. When we know how to create emotion or to feel emotion on purpose, we can choose to feel that way anytime we want to. As humans, most of us try to avoid negative emotion. And I like to think of emotions as a scale. I like to think of them almost like I think of food. There's non-optimal foods or less optimal foods, and then there's optimal foods. And the optimal foods are going to give me more health benefits, more energy. And the foods that aren't as optimal are probably going to give me or have me feeling tired and run down. They will probably do damage to my body over time. But I can choose a different level of that optimization scale for food. And the same is true for emotions. The lower expression of the emotion, or maybe the non-optimal emotion for the circumstance, such as fear or guilt or shame, are not going to be emotions that create things that I really desire to have in my life. They're not bad. We use the terms negative and positive. They're not really negative. They have a purpose, but they're not the emotions that are going to ignite my desires. 
It's very important to not avoid negative emotions because if you want to change your life, you have to become aware of what you're feeling in the present moment. And we are not taught to feel our emotions. So feeling them is a skill that we need to learn. What we are taught is how to escape them. And we do this so unconsciously sometimes. We do this through what I call buffering, which is through things like shopping or social media or watching Netflix or drinking or eating or taking drugs or scrolling on social. There's so many ways that we can buffer. And we think that when we do this, when we buffer or when we resist an emotion or avoid an emotion, that we will feel better. But really, it creates only temporary relief. It just simply postpones it. We actually just create more tension and it increases that emotion that we're trying to avoid. Yelling and screaming or crying is not the same as feeling an emotion. When we act out our emotions, we seem to release something like we can feel better, right? We have a release of some kind, but often we're not processing or feeling the emotion at all. Feeling is when we can actually sit in a chair and experience that vibration that is so uncomfortable in us. And as you start to learn to process emotions or to feel emotions, you'll spend more time observing yourself. You'll observe what's happening in your body and in your mind. This is a skill and it takes some practice. Remember, feelings are harmless. Feelings can never harm us. They are just a vibration. That's it. The thoughts behind them can be harmful, but the emotion that we feel is not going to be harmful. We can feel things and we don't have to take any action or react to any feeling or emotion at all. So let's talk about how to process emotions. Again, allowing is not the same as reacting to an emotion or avoiding it. So let's say that you feel disappointed. When you allow the feeling of disappointment without resisting or reacting or avoiding it, then you'll notice it with compassion. You'll get curious about the emotion. You might even ask yourself questions like, what am I thinking that's creating this? Or what am I believing that's creating this emotion? Asking questions is the easiest way to process or feel an emotion. Other questions you can ask yourself might be, what am I feeling? Where do I feel it in my body? How do I know I'm feeling disappointment rather than anger? What is specific to this emotion? And then instead of pushing it away, just breathe it in. I often tell my clients to imagine that the emotion is sitting on the opposite end of the sofa. And in every breath you take, it's just going to move a little closer to you. You'll feel the discomfort of it, but you're just going to continue to breathe as you imagine it moving closer and closer and closer. And then it just kind of dissolves inside of you as if you've made peace with it. You're allowing your heart to open up to it. And the whole time you know that you can handle the emotion because it's just a vibration in your body. It's normal to want to contract or tighten up when you're doing this. And that's okay. Just continue to breathe and release it. You can let it feel however it wants to feel. If it feels heavy, just feel the heaviness of it. If it feels agitating, 
just feel the agitation and breathe through it. And as you start to describe and feel it, you're going to feel yourself soften. And you're doing all of this without any judgment. When you get really good at this, you can completely change so many things in your life. You change the relationship with yourself and other people that you come in contact with because you won't be so reactive, but just more of a compassionate or accepting observer. And as you practice the skill, you realize that it's safe to feel even the worst emotions and you'll start to be willing to feel anything. And when you start to be willing to feel any emotion, then your emotions stop getting in your way. You realize that the worst thing that can ever happen is a feeling. And through this process, a feeling is manageable. Okay, so I want to take you through the basic process of feeling an emotion that I often use with my clients, and I also use this process as well. So when I want you to just choose a feeling that you're feeling right now. And I want you to choose a less optimal feeling. One more, I guess you could say, on the lower end of the spectrum. One that doesn't feel so good right now. And it might be something to do with a goal you have or a feeling that you're having about a relationship or somebody else or a circumstance. But I just want you to start to feel that now. And if you're having a hard time accessing the feeling, think about the thought you're having about that thing. And then tap into the emotion. Feel the feeling that it's creating in your body. Okay, now I'm going to ask you some questions. Where do you feel this feeling in your body? Might be in your, or your throat. Might be in your gut. Notice where you're feeling it. What color is this feeling? Is this feeling hard or soft? Is this feeling fast or slow? How does this feeling make you want to react? Why are you feeling this feeling? What are the thoughts you're having? What is this feeling trying to tell you? What message do you have for this feeling? Okay, so that's the basic process for feeling an emotion and processing an emotion. And you can also do the the thing that I mentioned earlier, the process of letting it just be with you on the couch and moving forward as you complete these questions. And a lot of times it's necessary to repeat this process a few times to actually fully process the emotion. But again, the more that you're willing to feel the emotion that is possible for you in your life, all those emotions, whether they feel good or bad, you will change what you are capable of. Our emotions impact every area of our life. They impact all four pillars of our health, our relationships, the amount of money we make, and all of it. So be willing to feel your feelings. All right, that's what I wanted to share today. Make this a practice, you guys. When you feel that negative come up, just start asking yourself questions. All right, have a wonderful week. Hey, friends. Midlife Mastery Club is open for enrollment. If you're ready to get unstuck in midlife and create the life you love living, Midlife Mastery Club is for you. Head on over to JanelleMinto.com and join now. I 
I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy, Self-Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review. And we can help even more people just like you. Now, go out and live your limitless life.